Ed. Yo. Good evening. Is it though? Uh, is it? Is it? Is it a good evening? I mean, I, I don't know because I haven't been outside in weeks. I'm looking outside the window and there's like nice little fluffy clouds in the sky. That's always nice, isn't it? We like Got... fluffy clouds. Yeah, we do indeed. We also like the 2016 FA Cup semi-final between Everton and Manchester United. My about so I watched this game today earlier today before I started work about. 11.30am this morning, my Louis van Gaal revisionism levels were dangerously high. <laughs> dangerously high levels. No, no, no. I, I almost, almost needed to watch uh, Manchester United 1 Norwich 2 from Christmas that, that year. Just to, to counterbalance. Get, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was, uh, I was kind of a bit suspicious about us doing a nostalgia show about a game that was less than four years old <laughs> you know. more than more than four years four it, years and like it's April two weeks. 23rd yes four years and yeah. two weeks yeah <laughs> all right but yeah I did kind of enjoy this one it was uh it was actually a much better game than I remembered I I somehow had it in my head that it wasn't a great game and Martial scored late to win it for United but it was uh, it was entertaining it's a fantastic game of football it's the very antithesis of what you think when you think Van Gaal's Man United but like structurally, tactically, this is this is what you could have won if Lou Van Hal had better taste in players and was not quite so personally round the twist when it came to man management. This is definitely what you could have won, especially if you'd played the Everton back four that turned up in that first half in particular every week because that was significantly to our advantage. Yes. So let's. Um, yeah. So we, you know, there is definitely some context in. United's performance because it was against a pretty rubbish Everton side that was um, like on the downswing. Did Roberto Martinez leave that summer afterwards? Did he get another season? I can't remember now. I, I can't imagine they would have given him too much longer given the state of things during this game and around this game. I mean, they they really needed to win it. And, you know, Danny Murphy, who is not a good co commentator <laughs> in any nope. by any stretch of the imagination. But he, he kind of is, says, well, at least they've proved that they care with this second half. So that's the kind of doldrums that they were in. Uh, yeah, and United at this stage, late April, still theoretically fighting for a place in the Champions League. Of course, it wouldn't happen. Um, and Lewis gets sacked on the way up to lift the FA Cup at Wembley in a, in a few weeks after this. But it, it was United side still theoretically going for it they'd finished in champions uh, in fourth place the year before would end up finishing fifth feels like step back but you know there there was the there's still like the start of something wasn't there and you see a lot of it in this game the movement of Martial Rashford and Lingard the youngster Lingard who was sort of buzzing around the place and played all right in this game um but yeah. that wasn't really the story of the sort of the selection was it which was Pretty interesting, uh, Wayne Rooney coming back from injury and selected in central midfield alongside Michael Carrick with Maran Fellaini at, well, what, sort of number 10, sort of up front, weird, it's weird, the, weird position. It's a classic Louis van Gaal, 4-1-2-2-1. That's, that's the formation, it is. So, first of all, a quick mention for the G-bomb, Darren Gibson is in midfield for Everton and Tom Cleverley starts on the right with future United Hall of Famer Romelu Lukaku up front. 
Um, Who's awful in this game, by the way? His first this was the evidence. Yeah, yeah. His first God, just two massive, massive, heavy first touches in great positions for Lukaku in this game. And I'm like, hmm, I've seen that somewhere before. I think it was Kartlanka who I saw the retweet. I don't know who originally tweeted it, but it was from his account that I saw the retweet of Lukaku looks like he plays in jeans. And this was a classic Lukaku playing in jeans game. Um, so. They're in the Everton side. The United side, De Gea in goal. Timothy Fossumenta, right back. Does not have a very good game. Not as bad as he was in the FA Cup final, but not great. Uh, Blint and Smalling in cent- at centre-back. One of them has a very good game, the other one not so much. Uh, Rocco at left-back. And then you've got Caracas holding midfield. Rooney ahead of him on the left and Fellaini ahead of him on the right as two number eights. You've got Martial and Lingard on either flank and Rashford up top through the middle. It's it's your classic Louis van Gaal four three three, with lots of diamonds and triangles. Yeah, and yeah, S- sort of. Yeah, and Rashford spends a lot of time sort of out on the right wing, doesn't he? And and Fellaini's this kind of sort of false nine, false player. No, uh, I mean, he, he doesn't. He has a, not a bad no, game. No, he has either. not a bad game. Rooney has a very good game for it. Plays under zero pressure the entire game. Um, yeah, Murphy goes on about whether he's got the legs to play midfield, especially coming back off the injury, and he's he's put under no pressure at all. And he just he has a, I mean, especially in the first half, he's like spraying the ball around and carrying alongside him. It's like kind of slow and slower in the central midfield there for United, but it works okay. And, and of course, Martial's the star of this game. I mean, poor Mohamed Besic sort of recovers after half time, but absolutely annihilated by. Martial in that first half, just brutalised. Uh, that's one of the things that I suddenly did remember, like looking up the numbers of times that Martial had beaten Besic. I didn't look it up again, but from memory, it was nine. I think he I think he had nine successful take-ons in this game. That is such a high number of successful take-ons in a game. You never see that. Call um, the police. It's a crime happening. I mean, poor poor guy. Yeah, not since uh, that that poor guy from uh, who was it? Midtjylland. Yeah, who, uh, who which was needed, only a f- needed to retire at half time. Only a few weeks before this, that was. Um, so Blind is almost caught immediately from kickoff, put under pressure, but actually stays quite cool. And then immediately, something we haven't seen since Van Hal retired. I mean, did he retire since he was sacked? They immediately start passing it around. They're immediately kind of probing and looking for stuff and just just so different to how they've played at any point since then. And, you know, I will come to this at the end of the game, I guess. There's definitely, it's hard not to watch this game and think, actually, did we really, like, really sacking Van Gaal and bringing in Mourinho at that point? Was it really the smart move? Anyway, we'll... We'll talk about that. I, d- I don't know. I mean, if if it was sacking Van Gaal and bringing in Pochettino, would we have felt differently about that? Or Klopp? I mean, it couldn't have happened at that that juncture, but um, at a different juncture. Or, or so, someone else, maybe. It's, it's the transition to Mourinho that makes us doubt that one. I mean, what we can't doubt is that the last six months of Van Gaal ball was pretty awful most of the time. Yeah, here they are probing, and this is the best of you know United's United under Van Gaal, where they do try and move the ball quickly, where there's there is pace, where there is some creativity. But for a lot of Van Gaal's time at United, it was not that. 
at all. Absolutely. No, like I said, my revisionism levels are dangerously high, but I am aware that it's revisionism. I mean, one of the things, one of the reasons this works so well, like you said, is the midfield is under absolutely no pressure, which they kind of need to be because of their age and legs by this point. And you've got this unbelievable amount of creativity up front. There's Martial having the game of his life. You know, I mean, the freedom of Wembley, because Besic is just not a right back. Um, But also Rashford and Lingard. Like, Jesse Lingard looks much, you know, you joked about him being a youngster because obviously he was called, I think at one point he's referred, him and Rashford are referred to as the youngsters as if they're peers and not like five years apart or maybe even more than that. Um, But he looks younger. He looks skinnier. He looks like... Um, a different player, basically, Lingard does in this game. Um, and him and Rashford link up absolutely brilliantly around the area. There's a couple, I mean, there's one moment, like, not that long into the game, which is stunning into play. Like, the flick from Rashford behind his legs back to back to Lingard, and then he slightly overhits his close control. But, you know. Yeah, it's, it's very exciting from the three of them. And of course, that's that's what helps bring the sense of revisionism. Well, what could have been if if Louis, I mean, if Van Hal had gotten Paul Pogba and not left, and you know, brought Paul Pogba in, could he have done something more with that side? Right? I mean, of course, Mourinho completely reverted the side very quickly. Did very, very successful in his first season, basically Mourinho when he came in. But the style of play changed, and as you say, that the that. Um, this period when we're talking about now is the last time United played any possession football, basically. I mean, there have, of course, been games when United have had a lot of possession, but it's not by design or structure. Well, so. well, they yeah, they don't have a lot of possession in this game, really. They only have 53% of the possession by the end of the game, so they're playing, but they are playing possession football, like you say. So let's talk about a few of the incidents. Right, right from the off, Martial runs, cuts inside, and out before Stones gets like a good foot in to concede the corner. But then from that corner, Fellaini gets a little soft header on target. And then uh, Robles launches it to Kaku, who just easily shrugs Fosu Mensa off. And then like I just put really classic bad Lukaku touch. Makes it <laughs> yeah, too wide. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, it reminds me of that uh, video of Gaza. The prankster Gaza, he goes down to catch the football and kicks it with his wrong foot and he goes to get the football and kicks it with his wrong foot. That's Lukaku's first touch. And uh, it's just, I mean, he's, he's, he bullies Fosa Mensa. That's the best of Lukaku. He makes the chance himself. And then, yeah, he's um, he takes around De Gea and it's just, it's you know, too heavy and he's not really under control. And, and Wayne Rooney comes in with a headed clearance. Yeah, the libero Wayne Rooney. Yeah, <laughs> um, defending, just... spraying the ball around, playing midfield. I mean, it was a foretaste of Rooney, the Derby years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, Rooney number seven in the uh, fans' vote for um, player best players in the lower leagues in recent epi- recent episode, recent issue of Four Four Two magazine. Uh, which, considering he's only been there five minutes, is not bad going. Um, Martial does absolutely amazingly to keep a long pass in right on the right on the edge of the touchline and is then clattered with a massive body check that Danny Murphy says, Oh, not a foul. And then as it's one of those where the co-commentator goes early, says not a foul, then the replay 
shows the massive body check and the commentator the co-commentator doesn't back down from his original position just um always frustrating rocco Ro- rooney fires in a pretty good uh, nice whipped in swinger. free kick yeah yeah rocco gets ahead on it goes wide Ro- rocco doesn't do a single like psychotic thing in this entire game it didn't take a single person out by the knees. Not <laughs> at not one point did Fellaini get his pointy elbows out and take someone's eye socket out. Rocco doesn't shoot from 40 yards at any point. Did he even play? Did he even play in this game? Uh, so, it's a long way. First, first 15 minutes, United were good. Completely on top. I mean, of course, Lukaku had two chances. The The other one where he takes a heavy touch is... It's from the other side and, and uh, it takes him really wide and De Gea saves with his feet. I mean, you could say classic Dave save, but he's always going to save that one, yeah. But United completely on top of the first 15 minutes. I think it's something like five shots on target in the first 15 minutes for United. I mean, 30-odd shots in the whole game, but um, it's, yep. uh, you know, complete domination. The two best bits, I reckon, of that domination is that that interplay that I talked about between Lingard and Rashford, where Rashford just goes slightly wide. Um, And then Rooney, an absolutely stunning ball over the top for Jesse Lingard, um, who shoots and Robles Robles smothers it. Um, But it's it's like a defence-splitting lofted through ball. It's like something off Pez. It's really amazing. Yeah, spraying it around. Um, and then it quiets down for 15 minutes, I suppose. You know, the next next 15 are not quite as, you know, exploding full of chances. Uh, but United's still completely on top. Um, and then I guess after about half an hour, it's even Rooney's first strike. A lovely turn. And then kind of soft with his, um, soft with the left. Uh, perhaps his first burst forward. And you're thinking United have missed a good chance there. Only for Marouane to come up at the back post with a storming header. No, no, wait, no. What, what is this? It's a fox-in-the-box so, tap-in. Marcus Rashford gets the ball. Like, 18-year-old Marcus Rashford gets the ball. Does really well to hold it up. Beats a man. Then realises he's going to run into trouble. Instead of doing something silly, just makes the simple pass outside to Martial, which effectively um, ends the forward momentum of the movement, but allows allows possession to be recycled. United is very classic Van Gaal. Martial does absolutely amazing down the left. Skins the fullback, leaves him for dead, cuts back. Fellaini scuffs the finish home. Does he celebrate by acknowledging the contribution of these two literal children that have provided him this moment? No, he gives it all the pointing at his own name on the back of his shirt for his scuffed finish for disgraceful behavior I mean, he's 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 missed the goal by so much that he's bounced it into the ground and that's the thing that's scored for him it's it's a, it's a dreadful finish but it uh, it goes in so um yeah top top work maran i mean i get that he would have probably found like been very pleased to score and probably very frustrated with the way that he's generally talked about and you know also was very in and out of the side this season, didn't play a lot um, for United this season. So, you know, he's got a big point to prove. But the lack of acknowledgement of the assists proper wound me up for this goal. I, I didn't think Rashford did that well anyway. I knew he was no good then. Trashford. Trashford, I called him after this game. Honest. That that kid was so good. I mean, I remembered him being absolutely brilliant. And then I remembered that I was actually the final 
where until he got injured, he was electric. But he's really good in this game in a slightly more low-key role with Martial in the starring role. But yeah. Martial then uh, like fully skins Besic on the flank, but right by our own corner flag. So he's doing it at both ends of the pitch at this point. And then anything else happened before half time? There's, there's, there's a good cross from Rashford, which a uh, good cross from Martial, which Rashford slips um, before getting getting the strike on. Um, and then, uh, oh no, this was then that so that might have actually been that might have been the second half actually, beginning of the second half. Yeah, so top top from United in the, the first half, completely deserving to to go in one nil up. Everton extremely poor, couldn't have been worse really. Defensively. So, Defensively, so absolutely bad. horrible. But even up front, not doing much apart from two chances Lukaku basically created for himself. Um, so it couldn't have gone much worse. And they do come out, to be fair, after half time, a bit brighter. You know, they're pushing forward, aren't they? Noticeably higher up the pitch. Yeah. Um, and trying to get back into the game. Just less passive, right? That, I think one of the, either the commentator or, or Danny Murphy said, mentioned that and it, it was absolutely right and I remembered them kind of being back in it from the off in this game but they really weren't they're not it's not until they get a penalty we have like a bunch of chances before that there's that cross from Rash, uh, Martial which Rashford slips there's an absolutely phenomenally worked opening between Fosumenta, Rashford and Martial which Lingard shanks wide miles I remember, wide yeah I, I remember that very viscerally that's because I was convinced that was going in Jesse Lingard would indeed make up for this in substantial fashion at the same, literally in the same bit of the ground about two weeks later or three weeks later. Um, And then the penalty. So, friend of the show, Cal Gildart, says it's a terrible decision from the ref. I respectfully disagree and believed it to be an utterly nailed-on penalty. You still believe it's a nailed-on penalty? Yeah, I'm thinking he gets a nibble at him with the first one and then he gets a little touch on the ball but also scissors the back of Barkley's legs no. with his, with his no. trailing leg. I, don't, I think he barely gets him with a trailing leg. I mean, it might look like there's some scissors and that's why the referee gets it, um, gives it. So I think that's a perfectly good tackle. If you can't do that, poof. football's going to the dogs. Game's gone. <laughs> Socially distanced football. We're playing basketball with a football. No, I, I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, I, I remember, I'd say, the plurality of people, obviously of United fans, but generally pundits and stuff thought it was fine at the time. But uh, anyway, Dave with a strong right hand, Lukaku continuing the theme of having an absolutely horrible match. Um, but um, Murphy in the commentary says he's telegraphed it. I mean, he's right as well. He, he might as well have pointed drawn a line with some of that squiggly chalk the refs have to that corner because <laughs> his body shape is it can't go anywhere else other than to his left Dave's right and and Dave gets across with them um, you know and it's it's not in a good position for a keeper per se it's low it's a 75 percenter um it's yeah very it's just, good save. it's just I guess it's just the the one apart from like telegraphing it. The one thing is it's not far enough in the corner, is it? It's it's a little bit too central. But but Dave has to do really well to get down to it quickly, and he hardly ever saves penalties to here. So it was it was good. I remember being very excited. The, the thing about that I remember about this game is 
Like, I didn't remember. There's about two passages of play I remember. One of them, I don't know if we mentioned it or if it's coming up. I think it's coming up, Martial. Uh, Skies one from quite close range. I really remember that because I thought that was going in. I remember Lingard's one. But then I just re- I just remember that the penalty miss was at the far end because the, the the Fellaini goal was at the far end. That was at the far end, which was good because it meant the Martial winner was at the right end. Um, so that was that was very exciting. But yeah, I, I remember the sheer relief. But the relief was quite short lived because this is the only this is the point in the game now. Between that and the own goal, Everton are bang on top. Yeah, there's a free kick afterwards, which De Gea saves. Not a difficult save. Um, there's um, there's a lot of pressure. T. Clevs has a chance at one um, stage, doesn't he? Or, or he gets in a cross for Lukaku. Yeah, um, which is a, and then another good the chance. Where, so Besic is coming in behind Lukaku, but I guess didn't shout because Lukaku jumps. And, and heads right. over that one. That's right. Um, they have a little uh, little lover's tiff after that one. Besic just like collapses in a corner crying, going, can't you see I'm having a hard enough day already without you um, having a go at me. Right. Rashford and Martial combine on the left. Martial skin, like, guess what? Martial skins Besic, cuts into the box, finds Fellaini two yards out and some Big handball energy from Just. your boy John. From boy, it's Jaggy Elka, isn't it? It's Jaggy Elka who looks like he's doing a Phil Jones and heading it off the floor. But what he's really doing is punching it out. And uh, Var would have sorted that one out. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes, very, very Varish. Well, it would have um, been a penalty and a red card. Or uh, no, I guess we have the triple punishment doesn't come into it anymore. Although well, no, no, it, it does. Did it not no. by twenty sixteen? Uh, no, but the triple punishment thing is only when there's a genuine attempt, right? It's not for it's not for things like right. handball. Yeah, genuine attempt to play the ball, foul, red card, penalty, ban, triple punishment. So yeah, now they remove the red card. But for this, I think he would have got it. We hope you're enjoying the No Question About That podcast. We are open for sponsorship, so if uh, you run the kind of business that would be interested in sponsoring our show, just drop us an email at nqatpod at gmail.com. There's an absolutely brilliant cross from Big Bekaku. Um, you know, Romelu Lukaku's brilliant crossing abilities on show. Tom Cleverley's about on the penalty spot. Proper swing and a miss from Clevs at that point. But it's a really good ball and there's a lot of danger building and uh, if there's danger in the air and you want a United defender to sniff it out and make things worse than they already were, well, if you can't have the number one choice that we would all instantly go to, um, to someone to score an own goal to save your life, we'd all go to Phil Jones. If he's not available, try his best mate, Chris Smalling, with an absolute howler. He's <laughs> a belter, isn't it? Off the inside of his knee. He, he tries to clear it with his instep. Completely air shots it and it bounces off his knee. And, and uh, for a one that's hit the knee, the kind of fleshy part there, is fairly rifled in, hasn't it, past, past De Gea? Yeah, comedy, comedy own goal. Just uh, just horrendous. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's nice watching the coverage again because just before that, a couple of minutes before that, they sort of pan to... Uh, original Ronaldo in the crowd, who at this stage is like 25 stone and uh, clearly suffering from whatever he's suffering from, cheeseburgers and actual disease. Um, uh, but you're like, oh, it's Ronaldo. Now oh, there was a player. Oh, it's Smalling. There's not a player. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fairly decent build-up from Everton, but really, Smalling's under a lot less pressure than he clearly feels like, and it can happen to anyone that slip, but it is just it's just kind of calamitous. And unfortunate, because he's not had a bad game up to that point, really. Not had a brilliant game, either, I have to say. No, and, and Delefeu substitution is on, like, five minutes before this. has made a difference. He, he He's the man who gets the ball in from the right. He seems to give Everton a bit of a lift. He's very direct. You know, he gives the Everton that kind of injection and, and he's made a difference with that ball. And it's interesting because United just can't get and keep the ball at this point, which you'd think would be a thing that this particular United side was very well set up to do. Uh, he takes off Fosumenta and brings on Valencia in a sort of like-for-like-ish type sub. Um, I, then there's a brilliant save from Dave, like the best save of the game, I'd say, um, with his left hand from Delafeu from pretty close range that that is Dave saves yeah yeah and and one of several things that Delefeo did when he came on to sort of give Everton a lift um and it's, it's a bit you know ding dong isn't it after that United going for it Everton going for it classic cup stuff uh definitely doesn't shut down in fact United don't do that well at all uh, <laughs> then Ander comes on with a couple of minutes no. left so like Let's talk about this, right? Um, I mean, before that, there's been the bit where Martial controlled the ball with the with a back heel and flicked a back heel from behind him to in front of him, which is always super exciting. Um, in the 86th minute, Ander Herrera, probably United's most sort of dynamic midfield prospect, would have been a very good shout to start the game. But the one thing that you could say about Fellaini is, in the dying embers of a cup tie... Wouldn't you want Marouane to stay on the pitch for those? Louis like, no, now is the time for my skillful midfielder to replace my battering ram in the 86th minute. Quite. Yes, you'd think it'd be the other way around, right? I mean, if Fellaini is not nothing, if he's not, you know, a successful last minute header at the back post type substitution. So anyway, yes, I always always feel... And they got such a rough deal from being at United. There was an awful lot of discussion about this when he left, of course. Not just about the money, but about his value. And was he really that good that we should be sort of wailing about him leaving? And, and of course, he was always on the edge of that. Yeah, if he was a truly, genuinely world-class player, he wouldn't have had any trouble getting in the side during all his time with United or the, or the Spain side. And that wasn't the truth. He was in and out of the team. For most of his time, except for that one time when he played number six all season for for Mourinho, I guess. But he, he had a lot more than just an average player. And you can't say United's midfield has been better for him leaving, you know. But anyway, it was nice to see him for a very brief moment. Yeah, and he makes a, a huge contribution, of course. I mean, he gets himself booked for a classic and a foul and then... And then... It rolls Barkley around kicked. a bit and it's like you're going, oh, I'm injured. <laughs> Barkley definitely kicked him, though. Like, definitely kicked him. Um, and he's it, Murphy's having a moan. Oh, no, anyway, let's not... He's awful, co commentator. He's just awful. Yeah, we don't need to dignify him with much more attention. Uh, Tony almost saws a scissor kick. No memory of this whatsoever. I must have been... Like, I must have seen it from close range, really, because that was right down the end where we were. But, no, I didn't... I don't remember that at all. Um, it's kind of blocked, isn't it? But it's yeah, pretty James good. McCarthy. It makes a good contact. Um, and then De Gea nearly 
nearly messes up a, a touch in the 90th minute. Lukaku's closing him down and very disappointed that he doesn't win a corner by because it comes off him last. Yeah, I mean, maybe De Gea's in control and he's just uh, he's doing that thing where you knock it against the opponent's legs to... <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, always always a good move in, in, in at the 90th minute at 1-1 in a cup tie, isn't it? And then, and then there's the moment, the moment of the game. Not only is it 90, what, how, 93 minutes in, seconds left, uh, but it's a lovely build-up to the goal as well. Describe what happens. It's absolutely brilliant. I remember it being great. I, it was pleasing that it was as good as I remember. Martial gets the ball right out by the touchline on the left wing and just like that, the lights are on. There's an injection of urgency, pace and quality. He knocks in a ball to Herrera at real pace and keeps pace with the ball himself, basically. He kind of bends his run, starts bending his runners immediately looking for the give and go. Herrera is under pressure, can't quite control the ball, but... Gets lucky. Yeah, gets a little lucky, but also a lot of quick thinking because he he sees the opportunity to stab the ball forward and takes it really quickly. Martial's control is great. And now yeah. he's... I mean, he still finds the one-two. He's trying to play the immediate one-two, yeah. bounces off the defender, gets a second yeah. chance. And and slides it through, perfect weight. Martial collects it in his stride. Guess what? He opens up his right foot and bends it into the far corner. Um, a perfect pass finish. And cue absolute scenes. Like... Bedlam. Just... I, I've said this before on the podcast, but because I was never really able to go to football in the 90s or even really the 2000s, I've seen much more post-Fergie football live than I saw Fergie football live, which is the wrong way around to do it. But one thing that I'll always be grateful for is having seen this moment live and been in the stadium. For me, this was the... I know there's lots of United fans who would have way, way better memories of supporting United and more amazing things happen. But for me, this was the, the like the best moment of Goonage I was ever a part of. And the fact that it lasted for an hour after the game, like just the concourse, the Martial chant starts about two minutes after the goal because there's a lot of just jumping around and shouting. And then it doesn't stop until everyone's on a train or in a car or gone home. Like I'd, my voice has never, ever been more wrecked than it was <laughs> Great after stuff. that. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's the moments you go to football for, isn't it? So, big big game means something. Uh, they spent a good ten minutes discussing at the beginning of the game how little United have been to Wembley in the recent years. Absolutely, like, yeah. F- off, Danny Murphy. Oh yeah. By the way, someone throws Stewart under the bus. Um, I think it's uh, it's Steve Gibson on the main comms. Throws Stewart Stewart Gardner under the bus, saying. Like, oh, the Manchester United commentator asked me how to find my way, if he could follow up me up to the gantry because he didn't know the way because United have been to Wembley. So we're going to win the flipping FA Cup this season. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it kind of has a point in, in Fergie's late stage Fergie. He deprioritised the FA Cup massively. Just there was the 2004 final, the 2005 final United lost and then just nothing for years. I mean, obviously, two final, two well, the Champions League finals at Wembley, but uh, the FA Cup was very rarely a priority for 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 Fergie, which you've got to win it, of we've, course. But we've got to win it for Rio. We've, we've got to win it. We've got to win it for Rio every year. Never won it for Rio, but they did win it for Rooney and Carrick, and 
and you know very fond memories of of that and the, and the lovely touch of Wayne Rooney going up to get him bringing Michael Carrick to lift the trophy with him in what was the final act of Louis van Gaal's Man United yeah yeah um I don't think we'll do the final as a nostalgia pod <laughs> no. but uh, yeah no that's nice unlike uh, Martin Buchan from like the last pod who got the cup and sprinted off with it <laughs> <laughs> screw you guys I'm happier um yeah sharing sharing the cup yeah um so yeah I enjoyed that game it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was very really good entertaining so, and just just lovely to relive the the memories of the I, so before the game all the United fans are in this pub called the Green Man by Wembley and they're all singing outside and it's rammed and there's a really really good atmosphere I think partly generated by the fact that season wasn't going so well and like you said it's been a long time since they've been at Wembley um and like you can still find this on YouTube some lad tries to climb on the the top of the this like outbuilding thing and just falls through the ceiling <laughs> and a, cl- a classic was, YouTube it, moment that one <laughs> it, yeah he was all right but I was about 10 feet away from it when it happened so when it then went subsequently went viral it's one of the rare football viral things I got to say like oh I was there um <laughs> and the the atmosphere was indeed splendid um so yeah I'll uh shout out to Judy by the way who I'm pretty sure I bumped into at the Green Man just before when we walked down to Wembley together before that game um really just a a, a lovely memory and and a really fun game to revisit not enough so, of them in the post-Fergie years. Fun games to revisit, sadly. No, a decent handful. There's a, de- there's a decent handful among them. And this was definitely one of them. I Like, for example, we won the Europa League the, the season afterwards, but I don't remember a single game in the run to winning the Europa League fondly. Um, like, as far as no, I remember... the Europa League is uh, torture. It's, it's, a, it's painful. It's awful. I mean, I went to that final, obviously, but what, that wasn't a great game because Mourinho decided to pull out his Wimbledon from the 1990s playbook and just launch it. So completely ruining uh, ruining, ruining it as a game and leading to Ajax moaning about anti-football afterwards. I mean, he got the tactics right and, and United won that final, obviously. But uh, yeah, no, this, this, this was a nice moment for Louis. Um he wasn't that gracious after the game in his interviews. I don't know whether you saw that one moaning no, about the referee. Say? I was like, you've just won with a 93rd minute winner and you're going to moan <laughs> about the referee not giving you the... I am anyway. very disappointed because my substitution worked. and um, They won the game. Man United won the game, but not by little passes. But um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, this kind of like slow... The idea of Van Harbaugh was not... Slow, 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 slow. The idea of Van Harbour was slow, 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 quick, 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 goal. Like, that was the right. idea, and it just didn't happen often enough, but it, it did in this game. Um, and, yeah, it, it did leave me thinking what might have been, although ultimately I am remained somewhat convinced that what might have been would have been, well, we wouldn't have got the transfer targets we were after in the summer. He'd have been playing players out of position. He'd have kept getting really married to the wrong player in the wrong position because he liked one thing about what he could do, and you know it would have been it would have been difficult. But Rashford and Martial would have played a lot together straight away. Yeah, and this is a reminder of what Martial can be, could be, should be, and and why 
I mean, many people are frustrated with him because he just doesn't produce it nearly often enough. Um, what's but his, um, my, my frustration what's... with him is he, he can put performances like this in, which is really spectacular and he's really dangerous. And he'd had a very good season this season, um, the season we're talking about. Um, and he should have kicked on for there, from there. And there are various reasons why he didn't. Two years under Mourinho definitely didn't help him. Injuries haven't helped him. Inconsistencies haven't. Unhappiness hasn't, you know. So, um, and in the season we're just in, he's had some very, very good moments. But injuries have taken away time from him again. Um, and, you know, obviously football is on hold and will be not the same as it it was for quite some time you know, maybe another year. Um, but he will get to play, looks as soon as June the 12th, and, and let's hope he's able to, without crowds or maybe with CGI crowds for the those watching at home, um, be able to put in some great performances. I hope so. Yeah, I mean, you know, he scored 11 in 22 in the Premier League this season, 17 in 36 across uh, club for club and country. Season he's having a, he's having a good season this season too, but just that injury stopping it from being a, a really good season. Uh, right, we'll see what's to come. But uh, what's to come here is more of what has been, because uh, they're although we're looking at real football returning at some point or some version of football, I guess I should say, rather than real football. Um, we've got yeah, a few about more... five weeks time by the looks yeah. of it. I mean. By the time we do our Sunday pod, we should have some idea about uh, our Monday pod for you guys. Sunday for us. <laughs> we should have some idea about what uh, what football looks like. But it looks like June the 12th, neutral grounds, and then some other weird stuff. Maybe five substitutions, no relegation, social distancing, no spitting, and maybe less than 45 minutes a half. It's not exactly clear, is it? Uh, what is clear is the game that we are going to do next. So we are doing a game that we've kind of talked about doing at some point, at one of the absolute peaks of um, just United realising exactly how Arsenal were to be defeated. And this is not the 8-2 because there isn't a great deal of merit in watching that game. I don't think there's anything particularly interesting to take out of it. Rather... This is the Champions League semi-final from 2009 against Arsenal. So are we doing the first leg or the second leg, Ed? Do you know? The, the second leg at, at the Emirates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be that one. And uh, this is this is where, I mean, don't United go there? What is it, one all from the first leg? Or United one nil up from the first leg? And all the, all the talk before the, the game at the Emirates is... Will United be able to hold out? <laughs> Will they be able to hold out? They 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 are able to bully Arsenal completely. This is a, the classic breakaway goal. Darren Fletcher getting an unjust uh, red card. <gasps> oh no! To miss the final. Oh no! I forgot it was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much happens in this game. Some uh, I haven't seen this since then. I don't think. But uh, right. yeah, super looking forward to it. Let's revisit it. Um, so. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with that. And uh, in the meantime, everybody take super good care of yourselves. It's Thursday evening as we record this. So like I'm sure I speak on behalf of both of us when I say our appreciation for the people that are putting themselves in unbelievable harm's way in this situation. Just because 
uh, they're being used for propaganda by really, really insidious forces doesn't mean that the people themselves aren't doing unbelievable things, and they are. So That's right. Ever- so long weekend, sun's out. Don't be stupid. Stay no, in, listen to podcasts, watch old football, play some computer games, stay safe. Absolutely, and much love to everyone. Uh, we'll see you on Monday. Bye now. Bye now.